Are you looking to reach your full potential and achieve success in business and in life? Want only tried and tested guidance from people who have truly made an impact? You have come to the right place. Welcome to Five Questions with Dan Shabell. New York Times bestselling author Dan Shabell distills the most actionable and tangible advice from a variety of world-class humans, including entrepreneurs, authors, Olympians, politicians, billionaires, Nobel Prize winners, TED speakers, celebrities, astronauts, and more. Inspirational guidance, practical advice, and concrete solutions. Our Power Chat starts now. Welcome to the 52nd episode of Five Questions with Dan Shawbell. As your host, my goal is to curate the best advice from the world's smartest and most interesting people by asking them just five questions. My guest today is documentary filmmaker and producer Morgan Spurlock. Born in Parkersburg, West Virginia, Morgan graduated from New York University's Tisch School of the Arts in 1993. He started his career as a successful playwright before eventually producing Supersize Me, an Academy Award-nominated documentary that tracked his health as he ate three McDonald's meals each day for 30 days. I get sick to my stomach even thinking about it. This film completely changed my diet and led to my pursuit of a healthy lifestyle. Morgan has gone on to produce several other documentaries, including Where in the World is Osama Bin Laden, Freakonomics, and The Greatest Movie Ever Sold. More recently, he released his big follow-up documentary, Super Size Me 2, Holy Chicken, which explores how the fast food industry has rebranded itself as healthier since his first film. The film isn't what I expected at all. Morgan literally goes through the entire process of opening a fast food restaurant called Holy Chicken in order to expose the food industry. I had the opportunity to sit down with him the same week he opened up a pop-up restaurant in New York City. So tell me, how do you get the ideas for all your documentaries and what are the first steps for actually making them and producing them? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I get inspiration and ideas for things all over you know it could be a it could be an article I read in the, in the newspaper although now I read my newspaper on my tablet my phone um, it could be uh, you know something I see on television it could be a conversation I have with somebody where I was like oh my gosh that'd be such a good a good film or a good TV show and then you know once we have that you know I start kind of exploring well what would it actually take to make that idea because then you start going down the path of well how would you make it? what would the work be how many people would I need do I actually have to raise a lot of money and a lot of things fall off at that point. But once, once I'm kind of committed to making something, um, I've never been in a situation, knock on wood, where I've started something and had to quit. You know, I've never, I've had, I feel like a friend of mine have started filming project and had to abandon them, you know, in the middle of filming. And I've never had to do that. I feel very lucky, but uh, it can happen. So I think for me, I try and do as much research before I get started just so that doesn't happen. Yeah, for yeah. me, I actually failed. I tried to do a documentary yeah. and then I realized like all the fundraising, the ideas, doing the interviews, like it is yeah. so much work. There's so much. Yeah. And what what are some things that people don't know about creating a documentary? Because it well, sounds great. It well, sounds exciting and they look at what you've done, they're like, yeah. that is a dream job. That's, and you but, well, you watch a lot of I think watch a movie like it's two hours long. You're like, oh great, it's two hours. Well, you know, I can not bang it out like that. Not realizing that in a two hour or an hour and a half documentary, which I think is the sweet spot for a nonfiction film, I think ninety minutes is the is the perfect amount of time for a movie is uh, you know what people don't realize is that it's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of hours that go into that that movie I mean I think this one we shot 400 hours of footage you know between three and four hundred um, and it's just an immense amount of footage that then you have to start whittling down into your narrative arc and yeah so for me I think that's the biggest one I think the other is you know 
it's easier not to do it by yourself. You know, can you make a movie 100% by yourself? You can. You know, you can Trent Reznor that thing up and do it all solo, but it's a lot of work. You know, it takes a lot of time and a lot of work to do it by yourself. Um, I'm a real believer that you let people do what they do best, whether they're great DPs or great sound engineers or great editors. Um, I think the, the other thing people don't realize is kind of what their own limitations are. And not that I think you should put a limitation on yourself, but the more you focus on one thing, the more, the more prolific and better you'll be at that one thing, and the same for other people. So find somebody who's the best at those other things when you start something. And you view yourself as a storyteller? When did you decide you wanted to be a storyteller, and yeah. how do you know that your stories were resonating and that you were effective at storytelling? Uh, I think we realize we're storytellers when we're young, you know, when you're, like, you're six, seven years old and you're telling, you know, some your friends here is a story on the playground and they're all listening and they're laughing and uh, paying attention to what you're saying. I mean, I learned, I, I realized early on that all I wanted to do was make movies and TV shows and tell stories and it was, and it was a gift to be able to realize that so early on. So I think that, you know, for, for me it was, uh, it was, I was just enraptured in the media and the medium of the media since I was really, really young. Yeah, and I think... A lot of your films, like Supersize Me, Supersize Me too, like they make a huge impact, they have changed the food industry. Yeah. And so do you feel like you have a sense of purpose now that it's not just about creating the movie yeah. and the series, but it's also about making a big impact? And yeah. what mark do you want to leave on the world? It's, those are two great questions. I think that after I made the first Supersize Me, um, and I went from that right into making a TV series for FX called 30 Days, where I saw that you could actually make something that was entertaining, but at the same time, you know, have a point of view, or at least you know, have a have a directive for people who are watching it to feel a certain way, or you know, to have a certain impact, um, you know, culturally, or start a certain kind of conversation. So, for, for me, I found that to be really rewarding, and I, I, I got a lot out of that personally and creatively. So that was kind of the path that I think I'm that I was on. I'm still on. You know, how can I create something that? makes you look at the world in a certain way, it can make you laugh, you know, because I'm a real believer that if you can make someone laugh, you can make someone listen. And whether that's now making a movie or making a chicken restaurant, you know, I think that uh, there's a way to have a sense of humor about what you do that will make people much more amenable to the conversation. Yeah, it's the message, but the that's message right. is also hidden in the entertainment so people actually watch it. They'll actually eat it. I can actually, I'll actually be able to give you that spinach and, uh, and it'll taste like cotton candy. And what's your best piece of career advice? My best piece of career advice is it comes from just experiences I've had growing up and the example that my father set for me. And I think the greatest piece of advice I could give to people is embrace failing. Failing is the greatest thing you could ever do. And, and if you're gonna work in the film business, you're gonna fail. If you work in the movie business, entertainment business, food business, any business, you need to accept the fact that most of what you try isn't gonna hit. Most of what you sell isn't gonna work. Most of what you make isn't gonna accomplish what you initially set out to do. Um, but if you come into it saying, I'm going to make this and out of it, I'm, I'm hoping for X, so this is going to happen. And you have, it isn't like, I'm just going to make this and win an Oscar, or I'm going to create this billion dollar food company. You know, it's like, it, 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 so long as I think you have steps in mind of what you hope to accomplish, then I don't think there's such thing as failure. I think everything out of it, when you take a step back, will be a, a learning tool, a stepping stone that gets you to the next bigger thing. And when I was a kid growing up, my father, who was a serial entrepreneur, I would see my father fail constantly at business. He'd create a business and it would do great and he'd sell it off. He'd create, create another one that would completely shit the bed and he'd just shut it down. Or he'd create one and just kind of limp along for a while and then he'd just close it. And, but I never saw my father quit. 
that's the other thing is you just you never quit you keep grinding you keep going and you lose those, you use those tools and so I think that the greatest lesson I ever got from my father was never seeing him give up and always having a smile on his face that's the thing so embrace failing never give up and be happy about it thank you so much for sharing your wisdom Morgan to follow his journey, you can watch his documentary, Super Size Me Too, and find him on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where he shares his latest productions, live appearances, family photos, and food adventures. To watch the full extended video version of this episode, where I ask Morgan even more questions, you can go to youtube.com slash danshawbell. We hope you enjoyed today's show and the amazing advice our guests provided. Remember that you can only benefit from advice if you act on it. Before you do, we would appreciate your feedback in the form of a review. You can leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or a podcatcher of your choice. Your feedback would be very much appreciated. Head over to danshawbell.com review now. 